Your moustache looks more noticeable than normal. Have you been shaving your beard a little bit, but not your moustache? Yeah, I shaved my beard and left the mo. Deliberately? Yeah, what do you think? I don't know. It just looks, yeah. Why don't? <laughs> Compliments from Nick. <laughs> it does look like you. Just stating facts. Hoping to star in like a 70s gay porno, but, you know, clearly that's that works for some people. <laughs> I think it looks quite fashionable, actually. Yeah, that's part of the problem. What's that? That I think it, it looks fashionable. Or that it is, that it is fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be both. How's things, my friend? It has been three weeks to the day since we had our reunion back in... Back in that place that we lived in, Australia. Yeah. Um, yes, not much has changed, I don't think. On the... Well, superficially, I have different facial hair. I was really hoping um, you'd say, not much has changed. I have a kid now. <laughs> but otherwise, just, you know, no normal kids. life progression. As yet. I have been thinking about kids the last few days, actually. It's weird that you say that. In like a non-sexual manner? <laughs> yes, in a non-sexual manner. I just wanted to, <laughs> Those to give you days the opportunity. Are behind me. <laughs> I wanted to give you the opportunity to put that on the record. Yeah. The thought police can't get me now. <laughs> um, I've been thinking that I do want to have kids someday, but I'm not um, at all ready to have kids. Like, I, cer- certainly not in a position financially at, at all to have kids. Oh, fucking hell, this is disgusting <laughs> to have amplified into my headphones. What? what is- kind of guy it is screwed while his friend talks about his desires in life. <coughs> already Got established that. it's not sexual. <laughs> it's just one guy eating a strudel. I'm I'm worried about you. I'm worried about for your like how are you gonna edit this later? Imagine if imagine if I was doing the record <laughs> you're doing it louder on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not just the clunking of the spoon it's the chewing it's not the chewing it is oh I've got a funny story about okay let mis- me answer your mis- question which is that there has been far worse noises and interruptions that I've had to edit around in my 60 episodes of this show to date like what so a I belch just th- I just thought a belch is objectively quite a nice sound but think it's of like people... thick and like it's okay. like kind of fluffy just take it just take a second to Think about all the perverted people out there on the internet. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to enjoy the sound of me eating. It's there's it's got to be a thing, right? Yeah, but th- those same people aren't going to want to listen to the. They're going to switch off once we once we get into the the nitty gritty. Yeah, once we start talking about children, it's just all over for them. <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah, that's a. Uh... It's a weird Venn diagram that there's no overlap between people who like <laughs> listening. To other people eat and people that are sexually attracted to children. It's weird that there's no overlap. <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't be hard to create. I've, I've got well, you MS can drink. paint. <laughs> um, sorry. So I'm assuming you haven't hit record yet. Oh yeah, no. This has been what five minutes and six seconds now. What the fuck is wrong with you? What? What has something doesn't clearly to, doesn't mean I have to use it. <laughs> 
I was like pouring my heart. I was about to pour my heart out. I'm looking forward to it. You can continue to, to do that. Well, how are you going to edit around the clinking? All I'll do is I'll just say, Welcome to Deep Thought, everybody. God, this is God. a podcast. We do some talking. This week I'm doing some eating. Shut your mouth. And <laughs> from this point onwards, it's now the serious section. And all that is right with the world. Yeah, sitting through the internet with me. Sitting through the internet with me this week is Michael Zabrecki. Hi. Jesus Christ. <sighs> and on this end of the internet, it's Nick Shadle. Nice to meet you. Nice to be with you. Nice to be in you, in your ears. Michael, you are about I'm to pull you. your heart out. No, I was just thinking. Well, I, was, I listened to the. Nerdist uh, did a podcast with um, David Schwimmer, which I found. Which one's uh... of Ross of Ross persuasion? I of, never really of, got into Friends. Of Friends fame, yeah. <laughs> Can see you eating strudel. Prove it. I was thinking that I'm not in any position, and my you know, my dad was like probably having thinking about having kids when he was my age, or and he had his like he had like a mortgage already. He had like he had he was in the works. I am so far from it even being in the works. Like it's not even I can't even make this happen at all. Really, like by the time if everything goes well, by the time I get my shit together to even consider having a kid, I'm going to be 38. You never know. You might accidentally get someone pregnant. Yeah, but then, you know, I'll probably have an abortion. Mm, that's true. Well, I mean, I don't think that you need to hold yourself against your parents' generation, though. I mean, the time frames that's that true. they were working to, they had the but, expectation that they'd retire at, like, 55 or yeah, 60. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not concerned with that. I'm concerned no, but I just with... mean in, like, in that context where they're like, I have 30 years of life like, of active adulthood left, yeah. you know, the pressures were on people to get married, like, early, like, 18, 20. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not concerned with the social pressures. I'm concerned with being physically able to um, interact with my kid and relate to him and be, a, like, the cool dad that I have in my head that I will be. I think everyone expects themselves to be the cool dad, but the reality is that, that's what every dad thought, and clearly there are uncool dads out there. Do you think so? Yeah. Well, no one wants to be the dad that their kid resents. Yeah, I guess you're right. I but guess that there's then, just... If you're going with that, then I'm probably going to be an uncool dad, because I think I'll be quite strict. Why do you like, think I'm that? Not, my kid's going to hate me, isn't he? I don't know about that. You can be, like... You can be a cool dad... That's still strict. I mean, not not like overbearing, but you could like when I like de- if you define cool dad, I think cool dad is really someone who's genuinely interested in the things that the kid's interested in, right? That's a kind of yeah, basic one. So. Let's the kid do like, the things that they want to do within reason. Yeah. Like you can, you need to be home by eleven p.m. But when you come home at eleven p.m., I'm willing to smoke a little crack with you. So that's, that's the best of the classic best cool of both worlds, you know, straddling that line. Yeah. I think, though, that you, when you were saying that you're not comparing yourself to your dad, I think that that's not true. You started that sentence by saying that uh, at your 
at at your current age, your dad was already married. I think you said he already had kids or was ready for kids. Or um, when did your dad first have a kid? Thirty. Okay, so still a few years off, but um, he was in a marriage already. Yeah, he didn't have a fucking podcast, though, did he? Yeah. So if anything, you're ahead of him. <laughs> and he uh, he doesn't stop reminding me of that as well. That you have that he has the same thoughts, yeah. The same, the opposite thoughts that I'm having. Dad, I feel like I'm not where you were at when you were my age. Mate, I was thinking the same thing about your podcast. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm a, I only started my podcast when I was 55. He doesn't even know, he doesn't actually know what a podcast is. Like, he knows that I do it, and he knows we have heaps of followers. But <laughs> he doesn't know that... Um, because I lied to him. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, that was he clear doesn't know. Everyone. He doesn't know um, what it is. Like he refers to it as like he he fumbles and then he always arrives at blog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's always blog, but uh, that may be because now he's he said blog so many times. Now I start. I just call it blog just to like. <laughs> I just Skip went over. Yeah, yeah, he I'm came over the other night. Blog. I was like, um, <laughs> Nick's Nick's coming over. We're going to do a blog together. Uh, upstairs and it's just easy it just cuts out all the shit yeah fair enough yeah how was um departing adelaide do you still feel any like sadness to leave or is it more like your 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 home is melbourne and your when you go back to adelaide it's like a little holiday and then you return yeah i was a bit bored you're a bit bored yeah i got bored really quickly there was that because of i was glad to be back what you're up to or friends well i think or well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think because I went like midweek and right. left mid mid next the next week. Yeah. Um, people were doing their own shit, and so it was only really the weekend. Um, but also, I mean, Melbourne. This is this is contradicts uh, a very recent Google search, but um, uh, there are plenty of things in Melbourne that you can do by yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so hold on just to just to pass that did you just imply then that you recently googled things to do in melbourne by yourself and were unsuccessful at finding anything to do um i don't think they were my exact words i think i said <laughs> things to do when you're alone oh okay <laughs> So, which is, is which is more exis- existential, I guess, in a way. But also but, uh, <laughs> and universally applicable, so that you don't need to worry about if you're alone in Adelaide or if you're yeah. alone in Melbourne. You can use no, these no, same techniques no. to fill in like, <laughs> no, hours I, of boredom. Okay, I did Google um, well, things to do in Melbourne by yourself. You know, because that's a specific criteria. Honestly, one of them was genuinely this. Go to, like, a trendy bar... And drink there at the bar by yourself. <laughs> okay. Mean, to be honest, like, like that thought hadn't crossed my head. Okay, my so just 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 taking the devil's advocate thing. If you're alone in a city and you're looking for things to do, yeah, going to a bar and having a drink by yourself mm-hmm. could actually be a helpful suggestion. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm I'm saying it, it is. I don't think it's a helpful suggestion. I think that's if you're googling things to do. When in a city when you're when you're in, you've got no one else to hang out with, you can um, say the word. That, surely that implies that you've already exhausted the bar drinking by yourself. No, see, because... I think I think 
what it is, is it's a gentle reminder to the people who thought they were sober that actually one drink wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Do you know what the, oh, the, uh, the other thing I googled? My two... Oh, fuck. I'm just looking at it now. My two recent Google searches are Thanks to doing Melbourne by yourself and Can you drink gin straight? <laughs> <laughs> See, Not connected. They were hours apart, I swear. So these are the kind of things where if a murder was committed yeah. and they pulled up your internet browser history... These are the kind of things which a court would use against you. Yeah, I know. I'm always, I always, whenever I Google something weird, which is more often than not, um, that thought does cross my mind. Like, if, if, if they had already had the answer that I had killed someone, you could, you'd have a field day with, with the shit I've Googled. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I encourage the use of VPNs and browsers that don't track your search history. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Do you watch the election? Yeah, well, passively, as much as I can. You absorbed it via the social commentary. Uh, yeah, no, I've been I've been keeping an eye on the ABC live tracker as well. Mm. Um, and it's it's been interesting in a way, kind of disappointing. How did you approach your democracy this year? What was your process before going into vote? Uh, I did a lot more research before voting. Uh, watched than than I had in the previous years. I take I took I was like just genuinely more interested in it. Mm. Um, and I wa- I watched videos on YouTube. I made a point of because uh, I, I was watching this guy Friendly Geordies. I don't know if you know him. Uh, yeah, I, I do vaguely know it, yeah. He does political videos, but he's re- yeah. far left, far left. Yeah. Um, and I, was, I, I find his videos really entertaining and they help to simplify things for me because I, I do get a bit overwhelmed by it. But he's just gone so far left that I don't... I, I tried to balance, uh, balance it with the other side and try and find my own... Kind of like with, with The Daily Show when I was watching that, you know, you hear so much left kind of bias... You need to go and kind of... If, if I saw the stuff that they presented on The Daily Show as funny in that context, if I saw that by itself, just like with a news ticket underneath on Fox News, would I find it funny myself? Do you know what I mean? Kind of. Are you, are you saying that... Like, would I be able like to I understand identify the... when it's funny or when it's ridiculous? Sometimes I don't know. As in, you're not sure whether a news headline... Whether you in your independent state could look at a news headline and see the ridiculousness in it without an existing commentator. Yeah. Okay. And do you think having now start to counterbalance... So when you say you're trying to counterbalance like left-leaning stuff, is that by looking at like news websites or is it by actually trying to look to the right? Yes, it was trying to look to the right. It was trying to... It wasn't. Tr- it wasn't really finding the middle spot. It was. I was. I didn't. I didn't do it. Do this, you know, extensively. But no. I, um, I watched a few liberal videos and yeah, and like tried to actually. Uh, ABC Fact Checker was really helpful, actually. Yeah. Um, 
But then, you know, I speak to my parents and they, they, they've almost switched off ABC because they think it's too left. Yeah. Which I don't, I didn't think was true. It's, it, well, that's the narrative that the Liberative, Liberal Party pushes, um, because it's for their own benefit to dissuade people from seeing, um, counter arguments to their, um, policy stuff. Um, even if that is just a simple refutation of something as being untrue or based on facts that aren't accurate, which is what yeah, news they, is meant to do. They fact-check Labour and they, they pull them up oh, on yeah. shit that, that shortens us all the time. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. it's hard to shake it like an impugned bias like that once it starts to grab traction. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's interesting, eh? So when you say you were talking with your parents, do you do you have that ability to talk politics with them freely? Um, no, because I'm, I'm a bit limited in my knowledge and I also think they're quite biased. So We're all biased, aren't we? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. But they're easily... They, they don't, they don't, they're at their age that they don't really question things or maybe well they're not like critical of their own thoughts what about you um do you want to talk about the thing possibly i don't know it's um yeah it was an interesting weekend um what was the yeah. what was what was so what, what what's the the issue the issue was that the liberal party don't um, actively, I mean, because they're not—they're not actively trying to stop a gay marriage bill, are they? Uh, no, they're not. Uh, originally, they had like previously, they have, um, you know, said that they don't support gay marriage. Now Turnbull has kind of brought in this plebiscite, which is basically a kind of referendum to the people, which uh, costs one hundred and sixty million dollars, but. Um, and we already know that 80% of the Australian population supports the introduction of, introduction of marriage equality. So why would they not want it? Because a large um, component of the Liberal supporter base is a conservative... Um, but if you're saying... ...which is religious. But if it's 80% of the population... Yeah. If 80% of the population, Liberal or not, want it, then they're only catering to 20%. Is that correct? correct? But that, if that 20% is uh, 50% of or more of their party base, then, I mean, it's not wrong to cater to the wishes but that of can't your be, party But that can't base. be right. That can't be right. Why can't it be right? If that 20% uh, make up uh, more than 50% of the Liberal... Um, supporter base. Yeah, then that means the Liberals have about forty percent of of people, right, in Australia. Forty percent of voters, which isn't far off. And these numbers are, of course, um, rough approximations. I don't know the specific data, but I, uh, the number I've seen is eighty percent. Okay. Okay, and so. But yeah, so anyhow, who did your parents vote for? So they're going to just to finish that train of thought. They're introducing yeah. a plebiscite, um, which uh, is supposed to poll the nation basically on what they want to do, um, 
introduce gay marriage or not. And uh, what then emerged from it was that it was not going to be binding on uh, Liberal Party um, ministers, so they still were able to, quote, vote for vote with their conscience, which means yep. that it's all a waste of time anyway because if you, they don't want to vote for it, they don't have to vote for it. So it's, it's rather arbitrary. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, so this is kind of what I've been, um, what I've been trying to process this week, because what I did was send a message to my parents on Saturday morning, um, basically stating that, you know, what I had said previously on the podcast, um, and to you, um, that it had hurt to know that they voted liberal um, when their son was gay and being discriminated against um, they they had been working uh, very hard lately uh, and things were uh, uh, were all meant to sort of finish up on June 30th um, like end of financial year kind of stuff uh, and so I hadn't wanted to interrupt any of that with uh, a discussion about that kind of stuff. Um, so on the morning of election day, I sent a message to my parents, basically putting forward um, that you know I wished that they would support me more by not voting or at least examining other options when it came to that kind of stuff. And, and why'd you do it then? Because it was election day, and it was the morning, and the day before was when everything had finished up so I'd waited till it had finished up but it was my last opportunity to say anything uh-huh. and he sent a text message it was a Facebook message it was to like we have a family Facebook message that so was to everyone um okay mm. and wh- why didn't you like call well Austin and Eleanor had been here all okay. weekend as well so I didn't yeah. really have the time to um to stop everything for a couple of hours and get into a deep philosophical okay. or political argument with my parents. Yeah, it was just, like uh, a, just a statement of where you were at. Okay. Yeah. But I just want... Yeah. And that's what I've been kind of debating all week, which is like, was I just a fucking idiot to even think that that was a a method that would have any productive result? You know, but what was my <laughs> alternative? Like, should I have tried to call in the middle of a... Like, the culmination of 20 years of you know, my dad's business and stuff, or do I, you know, get my friends here to sit by for a couple of hours while I make a phone call home, or do I just put a message out there asking them to think about it? Yep. And I think it was probably the wrong choice because it all just went to shit. What do you mean? Oh, they all just, yeah. I mean, the reaction was... They responded negatively to your message. Super negatively, yeah that it was untrue and unfair and unreasonable and that it was cowardly of me not to speak can to you, them. Can you, um, can you talk a little bit about what you said to uh, them ba- or like just contents? Basically, um, you know, I know that I, that you have supported me for many years and that I'm thankful for it and that you love me for who I am. Uh, but that it, like I believed that they voted liberal and that that hurt because it did have, like, actual... Last um, time or this time? 
last time. Yeah. Um, but it did, it did have actual ongoing negative repercussions. Yep. Like, um, you know, the removal of the Safe Schools program, which um, helps LGBT kids going through school have somewhere yep. to, you know, receive advice and counselling in a safe space. And obviously the plebiscite, which is a waste of money and, and should just be, we should just be past it anyway. And every other major party in Australia has it on the books as like the Labour basically campaigned on it being the first act that they'd introduce if they won majority would be marriage equality. Yeah, um, so Bill Shorten talking about it, he's like, it's just a nothing thing. We're just, we're not going to make a big deal about it. It's just, yeah. it's just going to be a thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just that, you know, there are people who are actively say things like, um, you know, uh, gay people are pedophiles or, you know, it'll lead to people sleeping with animals and, you know, all kinds of just normal homophobic shit and, um, you know, just active, yeah, like there's active discrimination ongoing, you know, people not being able to visit partners in hospital or, you know, I can't adopt, um, like they can't do joint adoption if you're um, in a gay relationship in South Australia, you know, you can, it's right. only one person can adopt and then it's not on, you know, anyhow, it's just all kinds of just still endemic shit, which is day to day, you know, or, or the gay panic defense where um, you can get off or use as a defense in manslaughter um, or assault charges, the fact that a guy hit on you. And that's still, that's still considered like on the books. It's a legal defense that people can use in South Australia to excuse manslaughter or assault. Um, so there's just lots of shit like that, which is very much tied into the politics of who you, we elect to, yeah. you know, power in our country. And how did they respond to your, your message? Basically that it was the wrong, um, the wrong way to bring it up, that I was completely wrong in my understanding of their opinions, that it was unfair on them. Um, my mum doesn't believe that uh, politics can have a change over social stuff. She thinks that 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 social progression happens independent of politics and that it doesn't matter who you choose into power because they are all liars and renege on their promises and that I, you know, she's been around the block enough times to see that a politician never does anything that they're going to promise to do anyway. She's got a point in yeah. a way. I don't know if that's... Do you think the statement that social change comes independent from politics is... Has any basis in truth? Yes, but that's probably not the correct phrasing of what she delivered. Social change clearly does happen separate to politics because it often happens ahead of politics. I think her um, her point was that politics doesn't have any effect on societal progression or or on on a situation like that when it clearly does because oh, right. it's the thing which dictates whether or not you can get married, you know, or whether you're demonised. Now, if you ask your parents whether they support gay marriage or not, what would they say? Just that question. Um, I think they would say yes. So they support gay marriage. So the issue, the issue that you have, is kind of a symbolic one. 
it's a it's a gesture that you you were looking for them to make yeah i i guess so i i guess it also comes from the side of when i uh, take it when, when they vote liberal they're voting for financial security or financial uh, benefits as business owners over uh, a social issue that affects their son. <clears throat> do you think? Do you think that's what they're doing? Really? I think that they that I think that they don't think about it enough to understand really what it feels like to me. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. No, it's cool. Um, politics is more than one issue right so if i mean if they if they it's in their financial financial best interest actually i don't think i can <laughs> no I, no i won't I, I like i've if, been going if, through these thoughts all week so okay go, do your best well i mean you're this is obviously an important important issue to you yeah, but let's say, and I, I know this is an extreme, but just for um, you know, hypothetical. If the Liberal Party opposed gay marriage, but they were also in favour of, uh, I don't know, um, you know, banning caged eggs. Uh, if would would that make a difference to you? Sorry, if they were in favour of gay marriage, if they if no if they were opposing gay, gay marriage, marriage, like like yeah. they essentially are, yeah. But they were they were also. I'm just using that as an example. Okay, but, but there's an upside, were, which is that they all of a sudden they let refugees in. Yes. Yeah. Does that make a difference? Would that make a difference to you? So if your if your parents still chose to vote liberal, uh, knowing it, it all would that, it would make a difference because it's is that irrational? Is it irrational? Yeah. Uh, is it irrational to think it would make a difference? Is it irrational for you to be upset with them? I don't think still. it's irrational. I think. Like, I can sort of see what you're getting at, which is that I can understand... I can understand why they would vote some way. But that doesn't change the fact that I wish that they voted another way. Okay. From their perspective, um, they probably wish you voted a certain way as well. I don't know. That's an interesting question. I don't know if they wish that I voted Liberal. I mean, we, we we very, very briefly touched on it when you came over everyone, on Saturday everyone, night. Oh, yeah, we did. And, and, but everyone know. wishes that everyone voted for who they voted for, obviously. Otherwise, you wouldn't vote for them. True, but, well, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I think everyone wishes that the about. issues they cared about... Uh, yeah. were treated in the like resolved in the way that they wanted, but like if 
like I can respect someone who votes like say Labour if they wanted to even though I don't particularly think that party is run by or you know is led by a, a particularly convincing guy like I can understand most of the selling points that a party puts forward and, and how that they can appeal to some people. I understand why people vote One Nation, why Pauline Hanson got a seat, you know. If can, you... We, can, we, can that be the, 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 the title of this podcast? <laughs> What's that? I understand why some people would vote <laughs> Pauline Hanson. Yeah. Uh, it might be a bit wordy, but we'll see where we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I can understand logically, oh, well, some people are afraid of, um, you know, quote unquote, their jobs being stolen by... Um, immigrants or some people are just racist and think that certain ethnicities are lesser than they are you know or some people um, think that Australia should be for the people that are here already and that we shouldn't let more people in like I can understand that logically you know I, I understand why why any argument can be appealing to certain types of people yeah it doesn't stop me from wishing that they valued my issues more yeah okay that makes sense. Yeah, it's just yeah. So it's been a rough week for you. It was a rough weekend. I think when I got back to work and like had other things to think about, it it's become a bit easier. But I know that I'm going to have to, you know, ha- have a call on weekend and and sort of. Have you spoken to your parents since? No. I'm going to okay. have to. I'm going to have to work through it all with them on the weekend. Okay. Oh, big drama. Mm. Well, I hope that uh, goes all right for you. Thanks. Uh, where's Georgie in all this? She has she has um, been there to explain to at least my mum and possibly my dad um, some of what she thought I was trying to get across um, to to them. So she has acted on my side. Um, without me asking her to, but because it is an issue that she also believes in. But I mean, so so this is the thing, like, so there are other aspects to this, which is that, you know, my mum, one of the things she said was, you don't know how I vote. Um, But she never says, oh, I vote Greens or I vote Labour or anything like that. There's nothing to suggest that she would vote anything other than Liberal. Okay. Um, You know, Anytime you bring up something like Labour, um, she said, oh, I'll never vote for those lies again after the, the unions control that party or something like that. And it's um, the same the same sort of stuff my, my parents come up with, you know. Yeah. I'm just wondering where the, where they're getting it from. Yeah. It's uh, certainly not from logging into my Facebook and seeing everyone <laughs> posting. <laughs> yeah. So it's, but like, it, so it's that kind of stuff where, um, you know, like the only other thing that seems plausible to me is that, well, A, she votes liberal, yeah. like I'm pretty sure my dad does. B, she votes some, like, random minor party thing mm-hmm. that I, like, family first or something crazy, I don't know. Or C, she um, donkey votes. And I'm well, actually starting well, to... <laughs> she, she's one of those people that draws a big dick on the... <laughs> <laughs> Your mum's just one of those people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's but like that's I'm actually starting to wonder if that's more and more likely because she has said repeatedly, "Oh, you got no idea how I vote," but she never sort of discloses it. And then yeah. she's also shown this kind of antipathy towards all politicians. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm actually starting to wonder whether or not she walks into the booth, draws a dick, and then puts it in the in the butt. <laughs> oh, I hope that's true. <laughs> The nicest woman in the world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so she, basically, uh, it's just been, yeah, I just, I immediately got shut down. Yeah. And... It just baffles me, man, because like, you know, you know how much I love your dad, and he's such a progressive person, you know, just in so many ways, like... Like I, I genuinely look at your dad and think, I want to be that guy at mm. his age. Like that's what I genuinely think. Um, and it just baffles me that that there's this, you know, other side. Like it just makes me kind of want to take his, like just to like uh, there must be something that I'm missing. Like he must really have a good reason. That's what I think. But that's the that's the thing. Like, and that's what I. Like our family doesn't talk about doesn't talk about serious issues. Like we just we're not good communicators. My dad's not a good communicator. My mum okay. certainly is not like one to my mum has literally never asked me, you know, are you seeing anyone? I you know Yeah. It's just Do you think it would be different did they ask Georgie? Is she seeing anyone? Or do they about ask her, me? Yeah. No, do they no, do they ask oh, Georgie? Yeah. No, they oh. they speak to her all the time. So, okay, so then the implication is that they are not comfortable with your sexuality. I but I don't well, or or they're just so uncertain about how to approach it. But you know, uh, yes, it's, okay, it's so like, like I know that they still support me and they still love me and they want good things for me. Mm-hmm. But it, I think it's so abstract to them because I don't like I don't. I don't know. I I just, I guess because I came out later. I mean, well, I mean, it's not even that late, really. It's early twenties, but um, you know, it, it certainly wasn't something that they that came up during school or anything. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't bringing guys around, you know, that they ever interacted with. Yeah. Um, and so, I think it is just completely in the abstract as to what me as a gay person actually means. Yeah. And, you know, I think um, my mum, I've talked about this previously, I think, but my mum was always resentful of the fact that she was the last to find out that I was gay. Um, And I think that that plays some part in it here again, where she just doesn't, I don't know, hasn't got past that or something. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, there's this side of it to my dad where i do wonder you know if he he clearly votes liberal um but i think his thought process is probably that in doing so he's going to be able to provide for me financially or you know an upbringing that was beneficial to me in other ways than in social progressivism yeah but i don't i think i think the issue that i have with that 
is that it's not like that's not it's not only my experience that I care about as a gay man like it by being I don't like to frame myself in this way but as as someone that is part of a minority I'm acutely aware of how good I've had it and also of how fucking horrible it can be for so many people and that when it comes to this kind of stuff I really advocate for it because I really don't want other people to have to go through it and I haven't even really been through like that kind of shit but when you look at stuff where you know things like Orlando happen in 2016 and there's like a terrorist shooting in a nightclub um that's you know fucking horrible and that's the kind of stuff where i really that's where it hurts because i know that i've had it all right but i know that there's a lot of people for whom something like safe schools is the difference between them killing themselves or them you know becoming comfortable with who they are and going on to live a happy life and so when they don't when as much as they you know might want to provide for um, me and have provided for me the choices to still vote for a conservative party on this kind of stuff <clears throat> hurts because it, it affects so many others yeah, that's well put I understand um, I'm really sorry to hear that I'm sorry I made a joke when you messaged me the other day no I really needed it the joke. Yeah. But you shut me down. I know, but I needed to. <laughs> no, it was it was nice to feel normalcy. I like I don't I can't I can honestly say <clears throat> in my life there's been very few days that have been truly terrible days. Mm-hmm. And that Saturday was a fucking terrible day. Yeah. Wow. And you had guests. It was funny. <laughs> it was like, God damn, we did like our absolute best to have like a normal touristy day. Hey, so this Hello? is this is my, where I live and this is our city. Yeah. Let's go do some exciting things. Do you feel like a coffee? I feel like a coffee. And I'm on the verge of an emotional breakdown. Yeah. I love that everyone, I was getting messages from basically everyone all of you yeah and, and it was every, it was everyone had their own shit like yeah, it was going on it was like it was so bizarre just hearing from all of you separately going i'm about to like cave in on myself here it was through no fault of anyone of the three of us together yeah but yeah, just yeah, yeah. by some alignment of the planets we were just yes. having the worst fucking day yeah it was great i'm sure somewhere up there yeah. jesus is having a laugh but um, <laughs> yeah yeah, he's a bit, he was a bit bored for a bit. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I'm gonna did have you to have hand. a cry? Did you have a cry? <laughs> I did have a cry. Yeah. Okay, I was trying to think of the last time I cried. Oh yeah. Wow. I thought that, that was it. That was just a, <laughs> it was a solo thing. Yeah. It's uh, one of the things that they suggested when you Google things to do in Melbourne alone. <laughs> <laughs> Walk to the beach. When you hit the water, keep walking. 
If you feel submerged by water, that's okay. <laughs> Keep walking. Don't be a pussy. Oh. Stay underneath the water. <laughs> Eventually, you'll see a light. Uh. That's when it starts to get really trendy. Yeah. Trendy suicide. Yeah. What? Oh, look at the New way he washed name. up on that beach. <laughs> that is what he's wearing. I swear there'd be like... I mean, you'd want to die in a sexy way. Because <laughs> people people don't want to die covered in shit or naked. <laughs> That's that's something that people absolutely don't want to die in. They don't want to show. They don't want to show. How are they going to die sexily if they're not naked? No, you can't die naked. You want to die with a bit of blood in your face. Wait, let's brainstorm on this for a bit. How can? What's the sexiest way to die? <laughs> Clearly, it's choking on a dick. <laughs> okay. Topical. Yeah. Um, probably. Hey, dra- guys dra- or girls? I'm not dra- any. It could I be know, straight I know, sex. I know. I know. Yeah. Or just experimental sex for the heterosexual people. Yeah. No. Yeah, no judgments. Um, probably drowning is up there. The sexiest way to die is drowning. Yeah, because you go all blue. You go. <laughs> you all just like... said you want to be pink in the face. Huh? You just said. Oh, you probably want to have some blood in the face. No, I did not say that. You did. We'll play the tapes. Everyone, editors, cut this bit in. Play the tapes! You want to die with a bit of blood in your face. Or like, if you go with like, you want to die with like a rose, holding a rose on your chest. Okay, yeah. Like how could that You want that a Viking happen? burial. No, but I want to die like that. So I have to already be holding the rose. <laughs> and then I have to get like a, something could, that's not going to shake my body too much. You so could Romeo like and Juliet it. So you could like swig a poison thing, hold the rose, and then just gently fall oh, to the side. Oh yeah, no, that's it's gonna be, have to be a cyanide. Yeah, but then do you shit? I don't know. Does it release your bowels? <clears throat> I don't know. Does cyanide make? No, I think doesn't cyanide just foam everywhere? Uh, that's it. That's the problem. Yeah. Maybe you should take too many heart pills. Just <laughs> too many heart some, pills, like, you say? Yeah. So then it's not like interesting. Not like a mouth foaming kind of thing, but just like a cardiac arrest, and then you're still clutching the rose. What's the um, what's the start of that Radiohead song? Motion picture soundtrack. What's the sight of it? The start. Red wine and sleeping pills. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, we got it. It was a struggle, but we found the sexiest way to die, folks. <laughs> yeah. Rose in hand, Radiohead in ears. That's the way to go. Ooh. Um, Boy. So this has been an interesting podcast. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to listen back and decide how much of it I wish to keep. Also, yeah, there's also another thing. I got 
a surprise guest booked in at some point. Is it Elliot? No, <sighs> it's not Elliot. Is he doing all right then? You know what the weird thing is? I looked up, look at, I Elliot, looked him up on your Facebook. Yeah, you keep talking about him because he actually listens to this. Well, he should. Sometimes. Sometimes I wonder if I do a podcast with the wrong roommate. I don't live with... Okay. Yeah. I know. The mistakes are compounding. And what did you have for dinner? <laughs> um, I actually got Thai takeaway. It's that Thai street food. Did you get leftovers? No, I didn't. That was quite stingy servings, actually. That was street food. So I was a little bit... Actually, that was my one complaint, was the value proposition wasn't quite there. It's the first time I'd been there, and I was hoping Wait. for more. <laughs> so did you did you go pick it up, or did you get it delivered? No, I did go pick it up. In what? In my car. You have a car? Yeah. How'd you get your car over to New Zealand? I don't know. It isn't over there. I bought a car over here. Bought a car over what? here over a year ago. Fuck, I didn't know that. What kind of car? It's a Mazda Capella, 1997. I don't know. Whenever I ask people what kind of car they have, I'm just like, why did I ask that? Do you imagine you expect to, me. to put like yeah. an image of it in your head and you just go, I don't yeah. know what that looks like. I've instantly just gained a, like a catalogue of cars. I bet, I, you that, they do. I bet you that you can only picture about three different cars in your head. I bet you, you when I say limousine, you can picture a limousine. Yeah. I bet you when I say Jeep, you can picture a Jeep. Yeah, ish. Yeah. yeah, or maybe that's like blurring. It's with like, green, isn't it? It's a green Jeep. Yeah, it's a green Jeep. Yeah. Or maybe you're blending it with Hummer a little bit. And I bet you can picture what? like a VW, like uh, like a Volkswagen. Yeah. And those are the only three cars you know. Well, you know, I also know Saab. Yeah. Okay. Describe Saab. describe a Saab to me. It's blue. Yeah. No. Other than colors, convertible. What is it? Okay, a convertible Saab. Diesel. <laughs> Again, that's like you can visually tell. And it's uh, got leather interior. Okay, but what does it actually look like as a car? It's like a car. It's like, oh, oh yeah, no, I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> you know a car? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know a car? car. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, yeah, I know a car. Cool. Well, if you yeah. enjoyed this kind of shenanigan and you want to listen to more of it, I have some amazing news. There are more of them. There's no. 60 more of them, there and are. you can see all of them, either by just continuing down this RSS feed on your iTunes or other podcast player of choice, or by going to deepfort.podbean.com. What the fuck, Michael? Can you believe it? 60 That's more? mental. That's mental. That you is can... actually a bit That is actually a bit crazy. It is a little bit. Welcome to the next 60, everybody. Um, then you can also uh, find us on facebook.com forward slash deep thought. Or you know what I just realized? Don't worry about what? this whole dot com thing. Go to your yeah, Facebook, type yeah. deep thought in. You don't need an Do address. That. Just search yeah. for it, man. Modern search algorithms. You'll find us. That's, 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 that's the way to do it is what I'm saying. Twitter.com yes. slash deep thought. Do it that's the That's how I found way. us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can just, you know, if you're on your podcast player of choice or in the itunes store just rate us you know give us five stars and that last just do it just fucking do it just fucking do it just have you ever had like do you take uber in new zealand uh i haven't taken uber i know that there is uber now in, in christchurch do, do they have uber x in there i don't know i don't know is that the I fancy don't... one no that's the that's the that's the poor man's one it's the really cheap one uber that's x why... is the cheap one 
Yeah, yeah, that's why you ah, take it. Clever. So I, t- I take it quite frequently in Melbourne because I never pay more than $8 for a ride anywhere. Uh-huh. But um, it's weird because drivers will, at the end, I don't want to say what nationality tend to do this, but you can probably guess. <laughs> Spawn. Um, tend to ask if I could, they can just have five stars. They don't. They don't offer me water. They don't offer me mints. They don't offer me. Why would you expect aromas? Because that's what they do in Uber here. Mints. They. What are you going to do with it? Make a fucking like stir fry. Okay. Yes, they give you five hundred grams of <laughs> grade A Angus beef mints <laughs> as a complimentary thing. To be honest, yeah. if they did that, I would give them five stars. <laughs> That's worth five stars. Absolutely, to so would I. Except if you're going from pre-drinks into the city, <laughs> I would still give them five stars. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I just carry the mints around with me. Next time, yeah. Next time I catch an Uber, I'm gonna say I'm gonna ask if they have any mints. And then when they when they when they offer me a Tic Tac, and I go, I'll go, no, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> now tell me this: as someone that hasn't used Uber, can they yeah. rate you in the interaction as well? They can. You also okay. call it Uber. Um, uh, they can rate you, but uh, more often than not, I'm pulling up to my house or wherever I'm, I'm traveling to. That was necessary, and they they just say to the beach okay, that, to go for a okay, swim by you. yourself. Uh, now, uh, just remember to give me five stars. I'm like, hold on, you have to earn five stars. You can't just <laughs> get five stars but then i realized that we do it so next time actually next time they they pull they pull up they ask me for five stars and we're like i'll give you five stars if you give my podcast five stars (laughs) (laughs) yeah which i think is perfectly fair fair. they're both meaningless ratings I i don't care about my uber rating yeah you care about your uber rating i care about my podcast rating just <laughs> well, fucking do it on that Tell high each note, other out. Um, please give us five stars and uh <laughs> if you have any questions or topics send it through to deepford at podmail no deepford at gmail.com and that's how you can contact us there you go uh have a good week nick and a good weekend i'm up for a phone call outside of podcast time Ah, oh, that's so sweet i might just do let's that. we don't have to publicly air all about phone calls uh, but it is nice though isn't it it is a bit nice yeah all right love you bye love you bye 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 bye